Y'all just got dumb wrestling fans out there. Listen, Old Black Bart has got a book. It's called Wrestle. It's got some dead gum good stories in there about some dead gum good wrestlers. Read stories of Dusty Rhodes, the Von Erich, Scott Casey, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, Mr. Fuji, Ron Bass, Bruiser Brody, Mike Davis, the Grappler, and many others. And I guarantee you one thing that it'll be the best dead gum read you've had in a long, long time. Get your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. And this is Santana Jackson, your moonwalking elbow dropping, DDT giving, Pop King of Wrestling. Hope you guys enjoyed a you know, little talk we had here and there. If you didn't, you can just be there. Mama say, Mama Sadamakusa. <laughs> You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is Santana Jackson. Ow! How you doing, bro? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I was watching some of your matches, and I was thinking, you know, because people, every once in a while, someone will say, Vinny, why do you like pro wrestling? Well, it's wrestlers like you, man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I just, I love what I do, bro. <laughs> it, it it's fun. It's entertaining. It makes you laugh. It, it keeps you. Uh, it, it was keeping me in suspense. So, you know. And then I showed it to my cousin. I said, "Hey, this is this is the guy I'm gonna uh, speak with today." And he goes, and he saw a clip, and he says, "Yeah, it's it looks like good entertainment to me." So. <laughs> And that's what it boils down to, right? Oh man, it's all about making the crowd happy, make leave, make sure they leave with a smile on their face and they enjoyed themselves. And you know, just and you have fun. It's all about you know, I'm, I'm living the life that I wanted to live. You know, right? You, uh, do what do what makes you happy. You know what? And and you're doing it. So you know, let's let's uh, go ahead and tell my listeners a little bit about what you do. You 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 have a cool gig in Vegas right now, right? And and you have okay. also done that in Atlantic City, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yeah, we, had a, we had a two two month residence residency out there. Yeah. Okay. So Valley. let's talk about what you do, man. Well, <clears throat> here we go. Well, I am your moonwalking, elbow dropping, DDT giving, pop king of wrestling, your cerebral attraction, Santana Jackson. And I move, of course, I'm the Moonwalk DDT guy. I wrestle as Michael Jackson, and I work for the MJ Live Show at the Tropicana Hotel. It's uh, six days a week right now. Well, we were seven days, but we're doing six days a week. I'm every Monday. The other Michael uh, fills in the rest of the week, and when they're on tour, I get extra days, you know. But besides that, so I, I do my Monday nights, and um, on the weekends, I normally travel to wrestle, and I've been traveling a lot recently with GCW, so they've been kind of putting me on the map, and Seattle and LA, Atlanta, like I've been everywhere with them. So it's been kind of it's been a fun adventure so far. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been seeing that. I I looked looked you up on the uh cage match uh, database and I saw that you had been doing a lot of shows for GCW. Yeah. They're absolutely. a hot company right now. And they're what I would, you know, I mean, they're really tapping into something good. They have a variety of of uh talent and and matches and it really seems to draw in a lot of people what what is how's your experience been with them 
it's been amazing. I mean, like GCW was a, a great company to work for. Um, and uh, it's just uh, they they treat me like family. I felt comfortable being there the first time. You know, at first, you know, nervous, but then you, you see these guys, and these guys are just very open, very nice, very cool. They, you know, bring you right in. You part you become part of the fam. You know, once you win, you can't get out. <laughs> it's not, but it's a it's an amazing feeling. I mean, it's, it's cool to see. I've watched a lot of these guys. You know. And to be able to stand next to them or wrestle with them, like you know, I had to re- I wrestled JTG. I said, like, like I watched him when growing up. Like man, that's prime time. That's Brooklyn guys. Is New York? That's like me. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So it was like it was a big deal to wrestle with him, Carlito. Like you know, I had some pretty cool opportunities. Chris Masters, you know, like these guys are awesome people. And just to watch, just being in a ring with these people, being in their presence, it, it, but like it, it betters me, makes me feel better. Like man, I can I can really do something with this, you know. Well, you know, if you're surrounding yourself with good, right? You know, iron sharpens iron. That's that's been proven. And so when if you're rubbing elbows with these guys, you're talking to these these because GCW they bring in talented wrestlers. And, oh, absolutely. and yeah, and I've been I've been uh seeing the names that appear on their roster and uh I've just you know, you really can't Mike Bailey, right? Christian oh, Mike Bailey. Yeah, Blake Christian is an amazing guy. These guys are awesome. Mike Bailey, I got to wrestle with him. He was I learned so much just wrestling him. Uh Cardona, just fighting him. That was like, wow, that was a big deal for me. And you know, it's it still it still rings in my head. Like, Man, I just fought Matt Cardona. You know that? Like Mr. Woo Woo Woo. I hit him with the hee hee, you know. <laughs> but um that was kind of crazy. There's like a lot of big names I've been taking in uh being able to wrestle, and thanks to GCW, it's like they give me some opportunities I uh, didn't think I would have. Like, I got another match coming up against Sue Young. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I know exactly who she is. I know who Rich Swan is. I know about them. Like, they're real good people. Like, that's going to be a fun match. Yeah, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I follow the independent scene. So these these wrestlers that you're naming, I, you know, some of the some of the the talent, I I scratch my head and and think, you know, why aren't these people, you know, have a regular gig on a on a on a TV, right? But you know what? They're they might not they might not have to. The indie circuits, where it's at, you know, think that's where a lot of these guys that became bigger came from. You know, you got the Kenny Omegas, the LA Knights, the Chris Bays, the you know these guys out there that just shine you know blow up like they came from where we started you know and some of them come back or some of them are you know stay in it because they feel like they're make more doing the indie circuit traveling and having more fun and be able to do what they want with their character and you know compared to being signed with someone and everything gets changed up a bit now you i went from michael jackson now i'm prince <laughs> you know right you know some silly stuff like that but you know when did you realize when did it come to you that you know, hey, I can I can do this, Michael Jackson impersonator. You know, man, gag. I blame uh, Joe DeFalco for becoming Michael Jackson in wrestling. Okay. I'll tell you that. He's yeah. the reason I became because he knew I worked for the show. Okay, um, so he's the reason I turned into Michael too, as because I wanted to wrestle. I just wanted to wrestle as me. You know, they're like, nah, you do Michael, you got to wrestle as Michael Jackson one day. It goes a whole week of me or trying to prepare for what can I do as Michael Jackson. And wrestle, make it look good. We walk DDT, oh, you know. Yeah. Then, next thing you know, I'm, I'm, that's it. Everyone wants to see that, and that's what I'm going to be now. 
Well, it's it's a lot of fun. And you know, when I when I first came across you and saw you, I was like, um, and somebody someone told me he says, you know who I'm talking about, right? The guy that impersonates Michael Jackson and he wrestles. And I was like, I don't know if I've seen this guy. So then <laughs> then I pulled you up and I was like, man, I how did I miss out on this? You know, and you're you're my cup of tea. Thank you know, you. I I mean, like, uh, like I said a little bit ago, you know, people are asking me, why do you like wrestling? Man, I like sitting back and getting lost in the action, right? But then I love a good laugh and I love being entertained. And I, and I, and I just thought that, you know what, what you're doing, you're not recreating the will about Michael Jackson, but you're bringing it to the wrestling stage, which I haven't seen in all my years of watching wrestling. Right. It's a, it's a different thing. I mean, to me, it's like uh, we had the honky tonk man. Right. We never had a Michael Jackson type of guy. They had the Prince. They had a what was the Velveteen Dream, was it? They had him. And he's supposed to be a Prince impersonator. I was like, OK, well. How about a pop impersonator? You know, the king of pop, you know, why not? Um, but I switched it. Of course, I'm the pop king of wrestling. I'm never like, hey, that's but, um, I don't know. I think because uh, it, it, of those type of guys, I made me think I can probably do something with it. You know, he had uh, all these different characters that, you know, but definitely it was the honky tonk, man. It was like, okay, if he can do that, wear the full thing and look like Elvis and all home and hit him with all the guitar and everything with the jumpsuits, I'm like, okay. And not even act like he knew who he was. I'm like, I could probably pull something off like that and be able to be in full gimmick and maybe you know, be on TV. You never know. It was different timing. You know, every, everything's different in the times. And that, at that time, that's where, where it was at, you know. And this time, maybe it can be my time to shine. You know, I can bring a different type of flavor to the to the industry. And Right. And, and I say this all the time, too. You know, if you're going to have wrestling on the marquee, you need to have it inside the ring. And I think that's what what you bring is you you bring wrestling skills. Right. You're, oh, you're a smaller stature guy. There, you know, oh, cool. you, you look like Michael Jackson's build, you know, but what you bring to the table. I mean, the entertainment value is just off the charts, dude. And I'm telling you, I haven't seen a wrestler like that. Uh, the pops that you get, and when I'm sitting there and I just I got a smile from ear to ear, <laughs> and you're just moonwalking. I mean, <laughs> you haven't done anything else, you know. It's like wow, you know, I'm I'm in store for a treat. So if 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 the listeners haven't looked you up yet, they have to because you're a lot of fun. Oh, man, I have a lot of fun. I just, you know, I'm coming in there and I'm learning. I learn more and more every time I wrestle. But like the, every match, for every match I've had, I've picked up something new. I've learned a new skill, a new move. Creating them, I've created a new move recently. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to put that to put that on the show, in a show, right? And I'm having everyone going crazy. But I got like right. all these new things. I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to be creative, but I'm always trying to make it. So if I really hit you with this, it really hurt. You know what I mean? In real life, I want I want you to feel like this is a real serious thing, but I can kind of have fun and add my little dance style, a little, a little, a little bit of Michael, a little Michael movement, you know. I'm trying to figure out how to do the lean eventually. I'm going to try to do the lean and drop an elbow or something. I don't know. Head the, head thing. We'll figure it out. But, uh, like, I'm trying to – I'm constantly, like, developing something new. And um, it's like I'm luchador. It's like I'm, I'm always high-flying stuff. I do a lot of top rope stuff, jumping off of here, flying off of this. I've, I've seen that, yes. And I, and I like to test the strength. 
Oh yeah, that's that's my beat it test. Can can you beat it? Can you can you can you can you can you? And then you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now you know, watching you now and and seeing where you're at now, but you know, it's like wow, this guy, this guy is, has it all together. But you know, it wasn't an overnight thing for you, right? It was a struggle, and you shared a little bit with me in the beginning of this interview. Yeah. How, how, um, how tough was it for you, Santana? I mean, think about it. I came from Florida. I was in Florida. I went from New York to Florida. And then in Florida, I was doing it on Clearwater Beach. I was performing out there, Pier 60, like every day just to make some money. And a friend of mine was like, you need to go to Vegas. So I came to Vegas. Of course, you know, I didn't have no place to stay. And like that. they helped me out with a hotel for a couple couple, a couple of weeks. And then I kind of had to take care of on my own. Um, homeless for a year. So that was fun. But I kept performing on the strip trying to figure out my craft. I kind of get better at this MJ stuff. I kind of really get people because I was ready to perform since I was six, but I was like, I had to really hone in on the dancing, the, the the look. The look was the main thing. Everyone had the makeup and I didn't do the makeup. So I just kind of went out and looked like my normal face like this and hope it looked good enough to dance, you know, and I go to do the dance moves and a couple of years go by. Eventually, um, I kept watching the MJ live show and uh, the other Michael there recognized me, knew me, he knew I kept coming to the audience. He'd give me a shout out. Sometimes jump off and dance with me. We'll dance together for a second. One day he came and talked to me and I was like, wow, in the middle of the show, I couldn't, I couldn't react because I felt like this was my time now. Like I've worked so hard out here doing charity events, hospitals, and uh, then going out to the strip to make extra money so I could actually afford to stay in an apartment or a single suite, like a, a weekly type of thing. Um, eventually MJ Live picked me up when I got picked up by them. Uh, things turned, turned around. I was able to afford a nice apartment and, uh, Got my brother to live with me and my brother like, hey, you know, there's a wrestling school out here, right? Because, you know, I collect all the belts, as you can plainly see. I'm a big wrestling fan. I guess you want to call me a Mark, Mark, whatever. I call never noticed. Mark. Call me Mark Henry. No, <laughs> um, no, he's a great guy. Um, But not like I, I just worked my butt off. My brother's like, hey, you know, there's this wrestling place. Now you got this. Now you got to make a little money, extra money. Why don't you try to go train? And me and one started training and. They saw me and they're like, oh, you're good. And then when they found out I was Michael Jackson in the show, they're like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, what's going on? They're like, yeah, can you do Michael Jackson and wrestle? I'm like, um, I guess, you know, I tried it out. I was really nervous, I ain't gonna lie, because I, I didn't want to make Michael look bad with all the stuff they were already doing to Michael. I, I already got a lot of abuse and stuff and attack from people when I was in the street. Like, oh, Michael this, Michael that, blah, 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 blah. Sure. So I was like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to put anything bad. But they were like, no, nah, go ahead. We'll give you a little spot. You just do this and a little bit of that. And boom, you're good. I was like, all right, well, I wasn't fully trained yet either. So I had that, remember that. I was still like, just learning. You know, I probably got a couple, three months in there. Probably went Moonwalk DDT somebody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I did the first Moonwalk DDT. I, I kicked the guy. And that took me, that, to do that movie actually took me a little while to think about it. Because I was like, what can I do that's Michael Jackson? that's going to look cool and, and and still look like a real serious type of move I would hit somebody with. So I was like, okay. So I practiced for like a week and I figured it out. Moonwalk DDT. I'm moonwalk with a guy now. DDT. And it looks cool. You get the moonwalk. You get a little, little dance action and then get the seriousness. And literally that's when it was born. Boom. Hit the moonwalk DDT. And then I'm like wrestling everywhere now. Like I'm constantly doing shows. Everyone's like, oh, we got to get you to wrestle. We got to get you to wrestle. And I was like, my training wasn't that completed yet, but, um, I definitely completed it as I kept going along and learning more and more from every sure. place I've been to. 
yeah, it got to the point that you're learning on the job now, right? I mean, it's, you know, and, and then with some of the people that you're stepping in the ring with, you know, you're getting that, you're getting fast track, man. I mean, with some of the talent that you're, you're stepping in the ring with. So kudos to you. I mean, cause that's a blessing. What's really cool also is that, you know, you're like, you're, you're like that attraction. You're like what Andre the Giant was, right? Back in the territory days, they bring them into territory after territory because everyone wanted to see Andre the Giant. I, mean, I want to thank my coaches too. Just a quick second, I want yeah. to thank you know Jake the Snake. Like he was the one that taught me the DDT and how to give it better and even how to take one. Um, he was our trainer there. You know, had Disco Inferno who trained us. We had D'Lo Brown training us. Um, Cutthroat Cody was my uh, coach for a while too. He was like, I really got close with him and he taught me so much like when it comes to being technical and that character, you know, bringing it out. So like these are, these guys took their time out. Kenny King, Chris Bay, like all these guys took time to talk and teach us something and work with us. So I like to give them a shout out because uh, it wasn't for them. I definitely wouldn't gotten better and learned it as quick as I did. Yeah. And, and, and all those guys you named too, you know, or, or, great wrestlers in their own right you know i mean yeah you can't you, you know you look at those guys and and you look at what they've done for pro wrestling you know it's good man it, it's good that um that you have uh that kind of a support right oh yeah yeah so so you know going back to what i was what we were talking about being the attraction. I mean, you're, you're wanted all over there. What is it? United States? Is it world? Or have you gone out of the country yet to. Yeah, I got, I'm working on a passport. I got to take off to um, Japan. They want me in Japan for uh, a wrestling company out there. I don't want to name it yet until we get it all out there, but it's, it'd be a big deal. Um, and I got some stuff in, you know, Mexico and working on stuff like that. So yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of traveling that's coming out Canada, you name it, um, Dubai, um, places that are really reaching out to me. And it's gotta keep pushing, keep pushing. Like I said, I started from the bottom and working my way up and got two kids. So I got two boys in Florida. So you know, I'm a proud dad. And I got a sixteen year old and a nine year old. So both of them are boys, pain in the butts, but I love them both. <laughs> and they're the reason I keep pushing and, and 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 you know, I never quit when I got out here. When I was homeless for that a year, um didn't stop because I knew what I needed to do. You know, I was here for a reason. I want to leave a legacy. I want them to be like, my dad started with nothing and turned that pebble into a boulder and that boulder into a mountain, you know, and and so on. You know, we got Grand Canyon now. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. I'm trying to, you can do anything you want to do. You just put your mind and heart to it and it can it'd be accomplished. You can shine how you want to shine. Absolutely. You, yeah. You know, find out what you want to do. Find out what you like to do and pursue it, right? And, and oh, people yeah. are people are going to tell you, hey, you're not good enough or, you know, have you thought about doing something else? And, you know, you're going to hear the naysayers. I mean, I've heard I've heard naysayers, but you know what? I'm still here, too. <laughs> I'm still I'm still going too. you know, it's like I've had plenty of people say you won't make money being an MJ. You'll do nothing. You never get anywhere. I'm a entertainer of the year, volunteer, performer of the year. Got all these trophies and medals sitting somewhere behind me here. <laughs> so like you know and that's being michael <laughs> doing all these charity events hospitals again of these little awards and stuff like you can do whatever you want to do want to do like i'm a new york city's champion in track 
I'm an artist. I, mean, I do I do whatever you can do whatever you want. Like I do everything. I ain't gonna lie. Because I like to do everything. I'm I'm very hands-on in with stuff. Like I do jujitsu, I do karate, I do boxing, and I do of course wrestling is my favorite. That's where I stick to, but like I learn a little bit of everything. So I like to you can do whatever you want, basically what I'm saying. Anything you want to do. You want to pick a hobby, pick up extra I have five hobbies. I have yeah. six of them. You got one life to live, live it to the fullest. That way there's right. no regrets later. When you like 80 and you're like, oh man. I wish I jumped off that balcony, you know, <laughs> do it. Hey, man, I was 50 years old until I published my first book. I waited 50 years, right? Hey, I gave you enough knowledge to come up with enough things to talk about. <laughs> you know, but I but I but I was holding me back, you know. Yeah. And, and so, you know, now that I've, you know, I'm, I'm working on, you know, printing my fourth one right now. My point is in that is that I really didn't want to hear the criticism. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want, you know, I wanted, I wanted to hear the praise when, Oh yeah. a boy. But I'll tell you when that first review came out, that wasn't positive, man, that was yeah. a kick in the gut. Right. You know, and more than one came and, and, but then some praise came, right. You know, like you said too, even when you were doing Michael Jackson on the street, people were, Hey man, you know Michael this and Michael that. I mean, oh, yeah. there's always going to be that person, right? And I mean, it could be a lot of that person. Everywhere. It's everywhere, everywhere you go. There's it's I, like these people like to call haters. I guess I just call them motivators because all you do is the more you give me something, the more you have a problem with me, the more I'm gonna keep shining, the more I'm gonna keep going for that goal. That you know, it's not to tick you off or upset you. It's because this is my goal in life. I want to shine. I want to do the same thing. People don't think I should be a wrestler. Something like, oh, it's a disgrace to wrestling. That's not, I get a lot of that. And a lot of people don't like me. Some people like me, some people don't. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's up to you. You, you figure out what you like, you know what I'm saying? I know what I like. I like to wrestle. I like to show up that I'm more than just an entertainer. I'm more than just a Michael Jackson. I, you know, there's a reason I go by Santana Jackson and not Michael Jackson, you know? And, and but, I've been watching wrestling for about 40 years, man. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, you you are not a disgrace to wrestling. Not at all. You know, I've I've seen some I've seen some people in the business that didn't need to be wrestling. You <laughs> yeah. are you are not that guy. You you bring entertainment value, uh, golly man, and obviously companies see your value. You know, and me and you were talking a little bit about uh, before we uh, started. You know, I, I had said, hey man, it's about growing pro wrestling right it's about making this thing better this thing that we we love you know a lot of people want to make wrestling pro wrestling the butt of the joke right but you know there's people that are are feeding their families with pro wrestling there's people who who you know sacrificed a lot times and hours and days and months and years away from family and, and constantly pain. traveling on holidays can't make it back you got to be somewhere else like they're not, they're not just doing it because it uh, is a quick pay or it's good pay. Sometimes it's not. There's not a lot of, a lot of, a lot of times we wrestle. It's not for it. We're not, getting, we're not getting paid that well. Most of the times we're good if we sell merchandise. You know, our merchandise is probably helps us out the most, but it's like we do it for what we love. This is a passion. This is the reason we come up there. We take these hits. We, we take these bumps. We fall down. We get, we get back up. We keep, you know, it's just, just a warrior spirit in us, I guess. <laughs> but, right. uh, we love this. It's this that. It's, I love. I love wrestling. I know what it means to me. It means the world to me. I get to 
take out certain aggressions, like hold back. I get to really like be a person that I'm not normally. I could be on that. I could be a superhero. I could be, you know, or an, an asshole, whatever you think you want to take me as, but I could be whatever and, you know, feel free about it. You know, it's different. It's a different life is what I'm saying. You, Right, right. On average, how many shows do you think you're wrestling a week? It was every weekend, actually, for the past three months. <laughs> so it was like, it was every week I was gone for two or three, three days, wrestling, wrestling, or I'm traveling, uh, flying here and there, I go to L.A., and L.A. is probably easier because I just drive four hours and drive four, four and a half hours back home. So, but yeah. So literally, I go there, wrestle, and drive right back. <laughs> now, I would guess, and you, you, I'm sure you're about to tell me if I'm wrong, but I would think that you're you're the manager too, right? I mean, you're booking all this stuff. You're keeping track of all this stuff, or do you have somebody helping you I, now? I'll do it all myself. Yeah. I got to kind of have to keep it up, put it in my calendar and remind myself and keep checking out things like constantly when I do interviews or something, I got to make sure I put it in there or get reminded like, Hey, you got to show. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm bouncing around constantly. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. You know? Yeah. Constantly. I have, I have to do that with my interviews too. You know, I sometimes, yeah, I'll do that day. I'll do this hour. I do this day. And, you know, before you know, it was like, man, didn't I have something? I thought I yeah. did. I have something today or not? You know, it's like, so yeah, I have to, I have to keep it in a log too. And that's how I felt yesterday. I was like, did I have something to do today? Like, uh, is it an interview? But no, it's not no interview day. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think I think you did tell me I could do early Tuesday, and uh, didn't hear from you in a couple of days. And then I, I got back. I, I put in that Wednesday. You said, yeah, that'll work. I said, okay, we'll we'll stick with that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mondays and Tuesdays, so I do the MJ Live Mondays, and then after that, I do um. Let's see, Monday, Monday, Monday night, MJ Live, and then after that, I shoot to uh, the Nerd Bar to do security. And then after that, the next day, Tuesday, I'm doing security. So that's what Monday and Tuesdays. So I'm doing security and Michael Jackson or just security. <laughs> you ever do security, Michael Jackson? Yeah, because I come from the show. On oh, Mondays, I, I I'm done with MJ Live. I'm still in full makeup. Okay. I go straight to security work. I put my vest on, my belt on, and... My, I stay just like my hat, glasses, makeup, hair. I look like Michael Jackson at the front door. Sometimes I got to tell people to beat it, you know? Like, they don't want to mess with a smooth criminal. I got to show them who's bad, you know, every now and then. But I don't try to do that. I just tell them nicely, leave me alone, and we'll be good. Right, right. So yeah, because sometimes they... All, all Michael Jackson reference, sorry. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I have one, too. Uh, sometimes you just can't stop until you get enough. You know, you got to say, say, say. <laughs> nah. It's fun, though. It's fun. It's a fun job. I can sit out there and people come laughing, taking pictures with me when I'm doing uh, security and I'm still in makeup. Like, I got friends that come out there, a lot of cool wrestlers that show up. So, like, Sabu shows up. That's pretty cool. RBD and these guys. So, I can sit at the front door. And Michael's like, how you doing? I'm to check your IDs. Yeah, you him. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, I, be I bet it's a lot of fun. In wrestling, as uh, you know, if you've been watching, obviously you've been <laughs> been watching wrestling for quite some time. You know, I I talk I talk about this a lot to uh, a lot of the people that I interview is about the evolution of the character. You know how how is your character going to evolve? Now you kind of got this niche, right? I mean, you know. Does Santana Jackson want to evolve so much that he's not the Santana Jackson that we know? I want to evolve to um like the way I look kind of like now, you know, without the makeup. I want to be able to 
wrestle and still I'm still gonna give you all the Michael Jackson gimmick, all the dancing, all the all the extra stuff that I do because this is, is my I, I put a lot of effort to be a Michael Jackson tribute artist since I was six. So <laughs> I've been putting some work in behind this. And it's like, okay, I wanna when I originally wanted this wrestle, I wanted to wrestle as me. But they were like, hey, you should do it as Michael. And that's what kind of got me recognized. But um I figured I can do it eventually like this. Get me on TV, you know, uh, AEW would hire me or WWE or give me a chance. I wouldn't be able to go on with full makeup. So I, I forget people used to seeing this face is still Michael Jackson, still dancing, it's still Santana Jackson, basically. Yeah. Well, again, it it it's a lot of fun. Uh you you your moves are are spot on. I mean, um, I think I was able to do the moonwalk once for about 25 seconds, and that was 14, you know. Um, uh, it to me it looks like an illusion, right? But how you how you move it, it, it almost like like you're floating, right? Oh, yeah, it's just it's a nice little glide. It's just nice, one foot goes up, one goes down. And simultaneously pass each other, so it's just real, real slow motions going on, and yeah, it's it's fun. It's definitely fun. It's just the whole moonwalk is just yeah, yeah. I can't even do it with my fingers. I did the other day being held up for a suplex. I'm moonwalking in the air. There's a little silly thing I did now. Coming up with some more fun stuff. Santana, where can fans find you on social media and uh, your matches? If there's any matches out there that they can look you up. Man, they can find me anywhere. Uh, if you looked up San on YouTube, Santana Jackson versus, and you'll find me fighting a lot of different people, a lot of great opponents. Like Effie was a great opponent. I fought Joey Janela. I mean, we have so many cool faces and people I've had a chance to wrestle with. Stefan Bonner, you'll find them all on there. And if you want to find me, look at look on my Twitter, which is SJ Moonwalk DDT. And then uh, my Instagram is Santana.Jackson7. So you see a lot of my stuff. I post a lot on my Instagram and uh, my Facebook is Santana Jackson. Of course, I have a TikTok, but probably the same thing, Santana Jackson. <laughs> I'm curious, what what's your brother say now when, you know? What... Oh, my brother's just like, wow, you took this and, and just ran with it. I was like, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Like, you gave me a gimmick or they told me to do something, I took it and made it something realistic, and that's real fun, so. Yeah, well, it, it, it does look like you're having fun, man, and I'm happy for you. That's awesome. Santana, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I hope you guys follow the dreams, follow your dream. Moonwalk to success. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today.